Welcome to New Life's weekly podcast. New Life is a United Methodist congregation established in 2011 in McChesney Park, Illinois. Worship is Saturday at 5.30 p.m. with events ongoing. Check us out online at www.findnewlifeumc.org and sign up for our weekly e-newsletter. I'm your host, Mark Myers, pastor of New Life, as well as our sister congregation, Sherland United Methodist Church, and our cooperative on-site mission, The Paper Angel Closet. They get to go home now. What do you think is going through their minds? What do you think? I don't know if I want to go home. What is it? Joy. What else? What am I going to do? Who's going to be living in my old house? (laughs) You know? (laughs) Is it going to be there? (laughs) How do we start over? Who's going to plant the fields? Can we make it across the desert to get back home? You know, there's a lot of transition that they have to make. Things have changed. Are they who they used to be? I'm sure they have a lot of fears and worries. I'm sure they have a lot of questions and a lot of things going through their hearts, right? Can you, can you kind of imagine it? Oh, maybe you can. Because perhaps you can feel, because you're going through transition as well. Every week you walk in here and you see physically transition taking place. Right now you got me and not your beloved Mark, right? Because we're transitioning to Kyungsu and his family. So you guys know what it means to be in the midst of transition, right? It's not the same transition as what they're going through, but transition is transition. And so there's some things that these returning Jews need to do. And so I want to read, first of all, from Isaiah 43, verses 1 through 4. Let's listen. But now, says the Lord... The one who created you, Jacob. The one who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When through the rivers, they won't sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you won't be scorched. The flame won't burn you. I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt as as your ransom, Cush and Seba in your place. And why? Because you are precious in my eyes. You are honored, and I love you. I give people in your place and nations in exchange for your life. Here ends this part of the reading. So Isaiah is telling them, do not fear. You know, if you can imagine them, 
moving through their transition, all the things that you guys just imagined, what's it going to be, how are we going to get there, what are we going to do, you know, all that stuff. Will we be who we used to be or will we be somebody new and, and all of that. God says, do not fear. Are you ever afraid in the midst of your transitions? Whether it's this transition that you're going through as a faith community or whether it's your own life transitions, are you ever afraid? Do you know what that feels like? Yeah. You know, just because we are God's people does not mean that things are always going to be easy, are they? Just because we are God's people doesn't mean that things aren't going to go haywire at times. Just because we are God's people doesn't mean that we're not going to get sick, that we're not going to have relationship issues. It doesn't mean that we're going to have economic, you know, prosperity all the time. I mean, just because we're God's people doesn't mean it's going to automatically be easy. Moving forward for these people in Isaiah's day was going to have its complications. Whether it was the travel of getting home, whether it was being challenged by the people who moved in, right? They're gone for 40-some years. There's somebody who moved in. What are they going to do? How are they going to deal with that? There's going to be some challenges. There's going to be some of the people who weren't taken into exile, and they're going to be there, and they're going to be going, wait a minute here. We've been running things for a little while, you know? We got it going, and, and you think you're just going to come back and change us? They have to start over. They have to relearn their home culture, their economy, their food, their lives, their livelihood, all of that. Same for us in our transitions. In a transition that you guys are going through, you've got to have to build new relationships, don't you? You guys are going to have to build new relationships with a new pastor and his family. And, and, and maybe at first, it's not comfortable. You know? I remember when I first met some of you. You know? Hi, I'm Lisa. I don't know. Who are you? What are you going to think about me? I don't know. You know? I mean, that kind of thing. We all get a little gun shy, right? In other words, we may need to pass through some raging waters. We may need to go through the hot parts, you know? I mean, not necessarily walk through fire, but it might get hot sometimes, you know? But no matter what, what does the word say? Do not fear. Why? Because I am with you. Do not fear, God says. No matter what it's going to happen, no matter what you're going to go through, do not fear. Why? Because I am with you, God says. Because you have been bought for a price. You belong to God, and he will not forsake you. That's a promise. So they needed to remember that. They needed to remember that they didn't need to fear because they were gods, because God had purchased them, ransomed them, just like we have been ransomed. 
So that's one thing. The next thing comes from Isaiah 43:18 through 19. Let's look at this. I don't think that one's it. 18 to 19. There we go. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So the second thing that they had to do was that they had to release themselves of the de their desires for the past. You see, we as human beings, we have this tendency to look in the rearview mirror more than the windshield sometimes, you know, at least in life. We play, I remember when. It used to be like this all the time. We really did. I mean, even in our ancestry, in our faith ancestry, you know, as these as these freed slaves came out of Egypt, right? That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to be free, right? I don't want to be a slave anymore. Pharaoh's got his thumb down on us hard. We want to be released. God released them, right? God brought them out of, out of slavery through the Red Sea into the wilderness to make them as his people. And do you know what they did? Shortly after being in the wilderness... It was better back there in Egypt. We had food back there in Egypt. We knew where the water was back there in Egypt, you know? I'm sure that God's message through Isaiah has, has a little bit of that remembrance for these folks. As they go back home to Jerusalem... They need to not remember how it was in Babylon. They need to let that go, right? They need to be able to be about the future of where God is leading them. Because God wasn't leading them back into Babylon, right? God was leading them forward. I know this happens in church all the time. All the time, everywhere I go, I hear people saying, I remember when the pews were full. I remember when stores were closed on Sunday mornings. I remember when kids and everybody used to come to church all the time. I remember when. I remember the last pastor who used to do this, and this new pastor doesn't. My very first church in Southern Virginia my first Sunday, word got back to me that someone looked at someone else and looked and said to them, boy, I sure miss Joe, who was my predecessor. Twist, right? I mean, it was so hard. I pour myself out and, and it wasn't Joe. Guess what? I wasn't Joe. I couldn't be Joe. All I could be was Lisa and who God was calling me to be. God calls us forward. There's going to be days when you're really going to miss Mark. 
There's going to be weeks when you're going to go, oh, really miss this and this and this that he used to do or whatever it is, and Kyung Soo's going to do it differently. Just embrace where God is leading you as a community with Kyung Soo. Mark led you, you know, and now he's going to go lead in Prophetstown. And, but God's still leading you all forward. Leading you all forward. And that's hard, isn't it, Penny? Yeah, it's hard. But it's very clear. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. I mean, that's a clear message from God. God's saying, I'm doing a new things. It's springing up. If you're not looking at what I'm doing, if you're looking at the past, you can't see what I'm doing next. So move into your future. Don't dwell on what has been. I mean, for crying out loud, the building's changing too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It used to be that we used to have this big space out front, right? (laughs) We used to be able to do taste of new life out there. (laughs) Exactly. You know, but you're going to find community very different and maybe a little bit more interesting new opportunities when we change venues sometimes okay so what was the first message do not fear for I am with you I have paid a ransom for you you belong to me the second message from them is what don't dwell on the past don't dwell on the past God's doing a new thing get on board with it perceive it Perceive it, see it, embrace it. The third thing, I mean, this is just such a traditional three-point sermon, okay? I'm so sorry. It's been a long week. But anyway, it worked for me, okay? So, okay. The third thing comes from Isaiah 43, 22 through 25. Now the tone changes here in this whole chapter. God begins to speak differently. So just pay attention to that. God says, but you didn't call out to me, Jacob. You were tired of me, Israel. You didn't bring me lambs for your entirely burned offering. You didn't honor me with your sacrifices. I didn't make you worship with offerings. I didn't weary you with frankincense. You didn't buy spices for me with your money or satisfy me with the fat of your sacrifices. Instead, you have burdened me with your sins and wearied me with your evil actions. But I... I am the one who wipes out your rebellious behavior for my sake. I won't remember your sin. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So at the end of this chapter, at the end of chapter 43, the tone changes. And all of a sudden, God is saying something kind of different. It's like God is answering a question. And the question from from the people in captivity has been, and why was it that we're here? Why, 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 what is this has happened? How did we get here? You know, whatever did we do wrong? You know, I mean, we just can't remember that. 
We were your people, God. And God answers this, you know, unseen question and said, your hearts weren't really in it. Your hearts weren't really in it. God reminded them that their hearts needed to be in that relationship with God. Now, I know that at times of transition, people can use a transition as an excuse to walk away. You know? I've seen it happen over and over and over again. A pastor changes and people go, nope, I'm out of here. Is that what God has called us to? I've seen it over and over. I've had people come up to me when I started. When I followed Paul Myers at Cornerstone, I had people come up to me and say, I'm not going to try and get to know you. Because it was too painful to lose Paul, and someday we're going to lose you, and I just don't want to, I don't want to get close to you. I was like, oh, well, there's a welcome and a how do you do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think this particular passage tells us that God says, you know what? In this time of change, in this time of transition, God reminded them they were brought out of their home and into exile because their hearts weren't with God. And so as they go back, God is telling them, recommit yourselves completely. Let your whole hearts be in this relationship with me. Don't hold back. Don't hold back your offerings. Just give yourself over to me and to what I'm doing. Recommit yourselves to me. That's what I take from this particular passage. Yeah, they had sinned. They had fallen short. We all have. And this transition for them was an opportunity for them to recommit themselves to make their offerings to say their prayers to get it right so what do we got to do do not fear Oh, every day you're going to, every week you're going to walk in here and it's going to be different. And some week you're going to come in and you're not even good. You're going to have a scissor lift and you're going to have something else over here. And, and there might not be room enough to set up worship. I don't know. <laughs> and you might, you might get filled with a little bit of fear. Your first Sunday, or first Saturday, sorry. First Saturday with Kyungsoo, you might go... What's he going to do? What's he going to say? Who is this guy? Do not fear, for I am with you, God says. You're not going to dwell on the past, right? You're going to see and look for what God is doing new. And the third thing, it's an opportunity and a time to recommit ourselves fully to what God is doing. And why? Number one, because God needs to be glorified. And God will be glorified as we do that. 
Number two, the world needs this faith community. The world needs to hear the story. And you are the keepers and the tellers of the sacred story. So let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message through Isaiah. For the people so long ago and the changes that they were going to be going through, Lord, we can, we can feel a little bit about what they were going through. Oh, we're not going to have to move homes, but there are some pastors who are going to have to move homes, and we pray for them. We pray for both the Pastor Mark and his family and Pastor Kyung Soo and his family as they move physically. We pray that we will be recommitted, that we will not dwell on what has been, but we will look towards what you are doing. And in all of it, we will not fear because you are with us and we are yours. Send out your Holy Spirit upon this faith community. Bless them with strength during these days. I thank you for them, for the faith that they have and the commitment that they have to one another and to this community. Bless them and uphold them. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you, Lisa. Um, I so much appreciate Lisa and her leadership and her, uh, um, her passion for the, for the gospel that she, uh, you know, expressed here. Um, I was thinking about that earlier. You know, I started out, my message tomorrow is going to be like the cliff notes of what she just said. <laughs> well, because, you know, what's, how does the Bible start out in the beginning? God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void and darkness. And what was the first thing God did? Let there be light. Who's the light of the world? Jesus Christ. You know, you know this little light of mine, we're supposed to take it out there. So, um, I, it just, when I was sitting there, I'm sitting there going, man, it's my sermon. <laughs> tomorrow so oh you got it. okay okay so um, as we transition into something that we've been doing and actually I printed it in your bulletin so we can follow along uh, is the prayer to new life uh, it comes from it's a kind of a, an adaptation from Lawrence Hall Stuckey um, and the words will be up on the stage or up on the screen I know because it sounds really loud. Let us all read it together. God of ages, our rock and salvation, look with favor upon Christ's flock at New Life United Methodist Church. Cause our congregation to be an effective witness to your love and power. To this end, banish from us pettiness and rivalry speaking ill of one another, seeking to serve ourselves rather than you. Guide the leaders congregation, those disciples who claim part in the ministry of the church. We pray for all people that we may help each other grow in your faith 
and grow as a community, one body guided by your will, together by your love, and cause us to know ourselves to be a church of darkness into your marvelous light. We ask this, Father, through Christ, the head of the church, and through the Holy Spirit, that we may be one part mind and soul. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, if I could ask the ushers now to take our offering, and I think Brenda had some announcements. Hello. <laughs> okay, a couple things. Uh, we've been getting, um, using quite a few things in the paper angel closet again. So the items that we need right now are women's deodorant, adult toothbrushes, we have many, many children's yet, Kleenex, paper towels, and tampons. And then um, another announcement is the workshop that Penny, Charlie, Brad, and I went to is being offered again on August 5th in Downers Grove. So, and that's on transitions. It, it was very useful, very good. If anybody's interested, just see me and I'll give you the information. If a few of you want to go, or um, however that would work out. And thirdly, um, when we met with Evans, when the leadership met with Evans Church, we offered to help them get the parsonage ready because they're an older congregation and we just felt we had a little bit more muscle and could help a little bit more. So what we've got right at this moment is Pastor Terry is moving out on Thursday the 29th and um, Pastor Park wants to be in by the 30th. He wants to move in on the, 20, on the 30th. So... I have a sign-up sheet here for Thursday, the 29th, either afternoon or evening. I'm not sure just how early we'll be able to get in there, but if you're available, like late afternoon or evening. And then um, Friday morning, possibly early morning, because he wants to be moving in on Friday just for finishing touches. So that may or may not happen, but if you can give me your name, I will keep in contact by email with the actual times. So I'll pass this around, and then it'll be available during the um, Taste of New Life, too. So thank you. Thank you, Brenda. Um, now let us move into a time of prayer. And uh, um, actually what I'll do is I'll start uh, praying, and I'll pause. And uh, if you want to put that slide up. And I'll say, Lord, in your mercy, and your response will be, hear our prayer. Let us pray. Uh, and then if any prayers, there'll be a time where if you want to share any prayers, you can lift them up, and then that's how we'll respond to each of the prayers. Heavenly Father, um, thank you for gathering us here. Thank you for shedding light, um, calming our fears, uh, knowing us by name, that uh, we can be your children uh, to be the light in the world, in this community, uh, in uh, each other's lives. Uh, continue to be with our time tonight. 
that we can um, uh, praise and glorify your name. Um, be with our world, uh, as chaotic as it is, uh, with uh, violence that happens almost every time you turn on uh, the television. But be, be with the people, comfort, and uh, uh, comfort them. Uh, be with our nation, be with our community, uh, be with each one of us, be with our pastors, be with uh, uh, Kung Su and his family as he goes through a chaotic time of transition, um, that he can be here and accepted and um, that we can show uh, God's, God's grace and mercy to him and his family, uh, that he can have a place of comfort here and be a part of our community. Uh, be with each one of us as we go uh, out into the world and interact with our coworkers and um, uh, friends and family. Uh, be with those that can't be here tonight. Be with uh, Pastor Mark and his family as he goes through a transition uh, to his new church in Prophetstown where he can be a light, um, a light in the darkness in that community. Um, and now we lift up prayers before you. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we lift those uh, prayers before us. We also lift those that um, we did not speak because you already know um, uh, what's in our hearts and, and the prayers all around us. Um, Continue to be with us tonight and um, as we leave this place. Um, uh, hold safety and um, uh, give us confidence to speak your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him who earnestly repent of their sin, and who seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us take a moment and confess our sin before God and one another. I think we have that on the screen. Let us pray. Merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done, and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbor as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. 
Friends, it is God's desire for his love to be made known. He's called his people to make that known, to be the tellers of the story, and to point to God in all times and in all places. This table reminds us of this. This table also reminds us of the message from tonight, to not fear. Jesus said the night that he gave himself up, he told his disciples, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not let them be afraid. He knew that they were going to go through troubling times. They were going to go through a transition themselves. And he said, do not be afraid. Do not let your hearts be troubled. In Romans it says, Would he not also, he who gave Jesus for our sins, will he not also with him give us everything else? He's given us everything. At this table, we remember to not dwell upon the past. Oh, I can sometimes dwell upon my mistakes, my sins, my missteps. They can be like just in the mirror in front of me every single day. But this table reminds us not to dwell on that past because that past has been forgiven and we have been set free, right? That's what this table is about. To not dwell on the past, but to have a new life. Oh, can you perceive it? Now it springs forth. And what was our third thing? Do you guys remember? Do not fear. Do not dwell on the past. And we recommit ourselves. At this table, we recommit because it is at this table that Jesus fully committed himself to us. Because on that night, when he fully committed himself to us, Jesus took bread, gave thanks to God, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. He was fully committed. And when the supper was over, he also showed how fully committed he was because he took the cup and he gave thanks to God and he gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, O Lord, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice. Pour out your Holy Spirit upon us gathered here and upon these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in a final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. 
through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. With the confidence of children, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. This is an open table. It is Christ's table. He wants us all to share in, in remembering his love and being a part of what he's doing in this world today. So as our servers come forward to, um, to serve us, I would ask that we come forward knowing that we have nothing to fear that we are going to be about what God is doing in the future. And as we come forward, we recommit ourselves again and again and again, like we need to do on a daily basis, to recommit ourselves to honoring God. This has been a recording of New Life Ministry. Learn more about us at www.findnewlifeumc.org and connect with us through our newsletter, Facebook, or Twitter. If you like what you heard, like our podcast on iTunes or Google Play and share it with your friends. Also consider supporting our paper angel closet, which provides toiletries and personal care items to homeless and at-risk youth, foster families and children, the families of those diagnosed with cancer, refugee families, and families in need in our community. You can donate online or drop off items at New Life UMC, 8301 Mitchell Road, McChesney Park, Illinois, 61315. Worship is every Saturday night at 5.30 p.m. Until next week, live knowing that you are a beloved child of God. Challenge yourself to share that love with all those you meet wherever you go. And realize that with the power of the Holy Spirit in Christ's body of the church, you can make a difference in your community and the world. Amen.